You know, I forgot to mention um, Deadpool. I said that Deadpool is part of the Marvel Universe. He totally is not. I, I knew he wasn't. I, I was know. Like, There's no way. I said it completely wrong. So I feel- it's... I, one of my my middle school kid who is in the know and knows all has said that this is technically like Disney's first R-rated movie because it is under them. But I don't know what the studio is. I don't get that relationship at all. It's like it's, they're trying to it's like done hide by Marvel, the fact. but it's like distributed by Fox, which makes it under the technically the X-Men film series. That's so so X-Men one, two, and three. I mean, that makes then, sense. Um, all these characters in it are X-Men, right? Yeah, exactly. Colossus, X-Men and Cable one, two, and three. And- um, and then the the three uh, Wolverine movies, and then the three other X Men movies, and then Deadpool. So that makes it actually longer than the MCU, right? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so Welcome back. At long last. You thought you were rid of us, didn't you? You thought we'd why never do come I back talk to after you? several episodes of saying you can't get rid of us that easily. We'll be back, and then we weren't back. And that's like exactly the kind of thing people who won't be back would say. Just right out the gate, Dave. But here we are. <laughs> just right out the gate with this, aren't you? Well, I'm just every time you said that, I always got a little nervous. Cause like, I mean, we might not be back. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this has always been a very by the seat of our <laughs> pants type thing. Obviously, through twenty three episodes. Yeah, this is our twenty. Off this is our twenty fourth episode. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll make it to twenty five. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's about all I'm promising right now. I that we'll make it to twenty five. You're not wrong. Yep. So welcome back. <laughs> I mean, if any of you are really broken up about it, you can let us know. But uh, I don't think you're going to. You know, it's just fun. <laughs> anyway. Hi. Hi. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing well. It's nice to be back. Yeah. I'm playing I've been playing more game lately, which is fun. We discussed that a little before. But this podcast isn't about games, so I don't want to go in too much into it now. But sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's been good. Yeah. I've been I've been busy. But less busy. Lately. Yeah. But, that's good. But as of the past couple of months, extremely busy. Yes. So it's it's good to have uh, you know, some some time off for both of us that uh you know that we don't have much responsibility that we can finally do some stuff and yeah. discuss some things and uh, especially lately um with the one that we're about to drop today has been uh has brought the whole nerddom world in a huge tizzy yeah I mean, um, it's been mostly positive sure it, it, it's not the tizzy that star wars no <laughs> no 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 that's for sure by no means no uh we're talking of course uh, Mar- uh avengers marvel Infinity baby War. marvel baby uh this was uh, not only is this just like a, a a nice like you know topical topic to discuss but uh it's kind we, of a softball sure but we did bring this up a little bit in a in a previous cast yep uh when we were um discussing comic book movies in response to the brothering around podcast uh, we made a couple of predictions and just a couple of notes regarding like the state of comic book movies and and Marvel's MCU uh, up until this point as well. Um, one of the things we wanted to bring up about that just briefly was talking about how Marvel movies seem to be not so much an event anymore. Um, at that time that we recorded that cast, um, Black Panther was not out. Correct. Right? Black Panther had not come out yet. Um, uh, neither did Avengers, obviously. Now, I still have not seen Black Panther um, to, to no reason other than just I was super busy when it was happening, but Dave did. Yeah, it was really good. 
It was my favorite Marvel movie in a while. Uh, when I locked out from that one, I was like, okay, Marvel, like you got you got something left in the tank. It was nice having a Marvel movie that didn't involve Tony Stark. Um, <laughs> and that's a little bit, I'm a little bit biased on that. And there have been other movies like that, but it was nice. It felt very separated from everything else that was in the MCU, right? It was an origin story that wasn't tied into hardly anything else that had happened. I mean, you had, um, what's his name character? Andy Serkis' character, who I guess was in the second Avengers movie, but I completely forgot about. And that was <laughs> he, about it. He was. Yeah, I, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't know why he was in. But sure, he was there. And that was about the only connection there was. And it, other than that, it was just a really good movie about Black Panther. And it was a lot of good stuff. It was a lot of fun, a lot of cool cultural stuff. I love the characters. I love his sister's character. Um, she's super awesome. And there's just a lot of strong, good characters in the movie. Um, so yeah, it was an event, I think. I think, especially for what it did in like the African American community, it was an event for that. And honestly, it was a good enough movie to be an event on its own. So great movie. I think, um, you know, not having so much association with the, the, the more known, uh, MCU characters, I think is, um, definitely making their efforts to push away and create like the new phase you know yeah I mean? and we'll definitely come back to that uh, <laughs> later on and sort mm -hmm. of where we think this is going but i think that is true yeah um i saw admittedly after infinity wars but i did finally get to see dr strange uh kind of going along the same lines of what we were saying before of how marvel movies didn't really seem to be much an event i you didn't need to see dr strange to enjoy Infinity War. I actually do want to see it now just because I enjoyed Doctor Strange so much in Infinity War, but I get what you're saying. I have a feeling you're not going to uh, enjoy it. My wife keeps saying she thinks I will, so... Well, the reason why I say probably not is because Doctor Strange is... Strange? No. Oh, okay. Doctor Strange <laughs> is Tony Stark. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How? Whatever. Don't even tell me. All right. We'll see. <laughs> well, okay. That's I think weird because in this movie, they, they've, like, not interacted with each other, right? Like, in the Avengers, it seems as if they're like, oh, hi. Like, hello, person I've never met before. I disagree. I think their interactions are pretty... Well, uh, well, we'll go into that, I guess. I like they're aware. At least he is aware of who Tony Stark is, but he's not happy about it. And I don't blame him. I'm not happy about it either. Well... Maybe later we'll discuss okay, Doctor sure. Strange. Okay. I I personally think you won't hate Doctor Strange, but you you might you might enjoy it about issues. as much as you saw Thor Ragnarok. Okay, yeah, all right. So, um, I had made a couple of predictions at the end. By the way, this is spoiler ridden completely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Spoilers. We're not even going to try to hide anything no, about no, no, no. Infinity War. So, no, 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 no. If you haven't. Just go see it. Like, if you haven't been spoiled somehow, like, how? Seriously, the, the internet is <laughs> right so with spoilers. People have it's been... It's not even that good a meme. No. But, like, people have just been not afraid to spoil everything about this, but... Yeah. Anyways, um... What was I about to say? <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, there be spoilers ahead. But I guess you were just about to start with the movie. Was I? Yeah. Oh, I was going to talk about some predictions, I guess. I mean, Oh, right. It. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, I did re-listen to the Brothering Around podcast, and I did predict that this was going to end on a major cliffhanger. Yeah, but your cliffhanger prediction wasn't exactly right. No, it wasn't, but I did say it was going to be on a major cliffhanger. I don't think that was that going out on that much of a limb, though. You, Yeah, but you said that it didn't necessarily have to. But and I, It didn't necessarily have to, but I said it still could, and it would still be fine. If it yeah, did. and, you know, I said only one or two characters would end up dying. Oops. But, uh, 
I mean, dying. Yeah, Whatever. I know. Yeah. Just, we'll we'll, go, we'll into go into that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, as soon as I saw the movie in theaters, I texted Dave immediately. And then we were just like, should we do a cast about this? And we we're like, I think we should. And I'm like, okay, then we got to stop talking about it. <laughs> so this is going to be raw conversation also. For like, both I already forget. We discussed a few things. I already completely forget what we discussed. Yeah. So, so this is essentially brand new yeah. material. Whew. So we'll go ahead and start by just doing how we normally do for movie casts. We just talk about the synopsis and bear in mind, I've only seen this in theaters once. So I'm going to do my best. Yeah. Um, but we begin on, uh, we begin basically after the events of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, uh, with, uh, the, the Asgard survivors on a ship, we start with like a, a distress signal and we just see clumps of, of dead bodies <laughs> dead Asgardians everywhere. <laughs> at the, at the, at the mercy of, of, uh, of Thanos, Thanos and his, Guys and his, his mini the the black I don't know they're all named after like black stones or something I don't remember any of their they're names. called the black council or something I don't know one of them is named like Ebony Ma yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> so anyways he's there Loki and Thor are around um, Loki is like trying to like be sneaky and whatnot um, but then Hulk comes out um, and Hulk gets rocked gets absolutely destroyed <laughs> hulk gets rocked and yeah. this is the first time we have ever actually seen hulk lose a fight he gets straight up ko'd yep um so loki is trying to be sneaky again in front of thanos but he's also trying to uh you also see he he's like concealing like a weapon right yeah um so he goes for the throat and it doesn't go great for him. No, yeah. he, he dies. <laughs> he, he died. He he does give up the space stone, though, uh, to Thanos. Yeah. Thanos is like already had that much of a choice. <laughs> yeah, very much. Um, Thanos is in now possession of the power stone and the space stone um, and kills Loki and even says a cheeky line of no resurrections this time, um, which which might mean that Loki is actually a full on casualty of this movie. Um, that would be unfortunate, but. I don't think anyone's a full-on casualty of this movie, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, Thor presumably dies also at this point in the movie. Spoiler, um, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we move over to New York. And, uh, um, I just want to touch on one thing that wasn't a big deal or anything. Don't they, like, blow up the ship? Yeah, and somehow Thor survived. Well, and somehow he later claims, like, oh, have the Asgardians are still alive. Yeah, like, that's it's a throwaway line later. It's like... I'm pretty sure he killed them all. Like, I'm not that's, sure. How that's he did been something that. I've been heard discussed a lot. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you know what half is. <laughs> I am alive, and I am half of Asgard. Half you know. of Loki and Thor survived, but you didn't even <laughs> intend to do that. So, because yeah, because yeah, Thanos power stoned the whole thing. Yeah, so I, it, it blew up in space. <laughs> so anyway, we'll we'll see what that means. Yeah, well, probably nothing. Um, uh, oh, Heimdall also was on there, and in his like last dying breath, he bifrosts uh, Hulk back down to Earth. Oh, that's right, I forgot. That's um, how he gets Hulk there. lands in in the the Sanctum Sanctorum of uh, of Doctor Strange in New York, and Bruce Banner um, is like telling him what's going on. Yeah, he's freaking out. He's like, "Thanos is coming!" <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, using the Time Stone, they they go over to 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 Tony Stark. Actually, talking to Pepper. Pepper is still around. Um, Wait, I don't. They they didn't go find him, right? Didn't like the space aliens. Just, oh no no no! They go find him. You're they right. did, yeah, right, they did, right. and they portal him to the Sanctum Santorum. Yeah. this is the first time we see Tony Stark and Strange interacting with each other, and it's great. It's pretty great. <laughs> they're <laughs> both exactly just they're both wanted. just like 
jerks to each other <laughs> to keep it family friendly. Yeah. They're both just absolute jerks to each other. Um, and, but Bruce is, is really trying to rally them together because he knows He's that. He's like, no, no, guys. Like, yeah, really? Please. This is a problem. No, really? Stop it. <laughs> Egos are too. Please, guys, please. Yeah. Um, and so they realize that they need more help as well. So Tony is about to call Steve Rogers with, the, the, with the phone that, that the Steve phone. Rogers gave him at the end <laughs> of Civil War. Yeah. Um, as he's doing that, though, they sense a disturbance. Um, they go out and they see like this big alien ship, you know, which it's funny how not they're just like, oh, it's an alien ship. <laughs> uh, they go out there. It's always um, New York. Why is it always New York? Whatever. That's the most amount of wreckage that could happen. I guess. Like, just, why was it always? Why, why, why was it always Tokyo for I'm Godzilla? Not for the, I'm just saying for the aliens. Like, why are the aliens always like, yes, this is the place to land? Well, the Sanctum Santorum happens to be in New York. That's yeah, their, I mean, I'm sure fault. they, I'm, I'm sure they could sense the Infinity Stones. They definitely targeted them. I'm not sure how that worked, but they always seemed to know exactly where they were. Yeah, how, in like how, Ireland and New how York. How simple, or right? I guess yeah. so they have a dragon radar. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> and here, there it oh, is. Okay. Oh, it's right here. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't find the Soul Stone then, but whatever. Well, it's just we'll, we'll get into that again. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, Ebony Maw and like somebody else comes down. So Iron Man suits up in his nanotech armor, which is pretty go- pretty cool, I think. Very yeah. similar to, to Black Panther's armor. That's cool. Um, and Strange comes out and they have a fight. Um, they realize that they're after the Time Stone that Strange has. Um, but he gets he uh, Ebony Maw overpowers Strange and takes him prisoner inside his ship. Um, Hulk can't come out either well he refuses to come out yeah like there's a there's a like a a Jekyll and Hyde sort of half face happening where like you know Bruce is trying to be like all right time to come out and then he comes out like his face just comes out just goes no and just comes (laughs) back he's like what do you mean no yeah what do you mean no that's that's kind of funny um so strange is is taken out because they can't take out the time stone from like his little amulet Spider-Man shows up too, yeah. Um, Strange is taken capture. Um, Ebony Maw just thinks he'll he'll just torture him. Um, because, like, there's a spell on his, like, little amulet with the time stone, so he can't actually get a hold of it without Strange releasing the spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Spider-Man is chasing after him um, on the ship, and Tony is just sort of like, kid, please stop. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, it's getting hard to breathe up here. And Tony, so he's like, yeah, no crap. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't do this. And so he fires out the iron spider suit to him and then, <laughs> like, tells him to go home. But, of course, he doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, more Spider-Man homecoming stuff. But, you know, like, whatever. I want more superheroes anyways. I want, movie, yeah, right? I wanted more Spider-Man. So yeah, glad, so, yeah. so they, they all sneak aboard the ship. And then I think we switch over to someone else. Vision. That's this is where we switch over to Vision and Scarlet Witch. Is that right? Okay. I don't. Yeah, because Cap hasn't showed up yet, so I'm pretty sure that's where we go to next. Okay, so Vision and Scarlet Witch are like in hiding. They mentioned it briefly. Stark does where he's like, "Call more people," and he's like, "Well, Steve Rogers hates my guts, and Vision disappeared somehow." Yeah. So, like yeah. Um, they went into hiding because they want to like be by themselves. They're having a little tryst. <laughs> um, when the robot, <laughs> he's a robot. He's more than that. He's Jarvis. Did they give him? Okay, I'm not gonna ask that question. Gross. Gross. So, um, they're an island in hiding. Um, you know, Vision can like disguise himself as actually Paul Bettany, so he actually looks human and stuff. He got to show up in the movie. Yeah, how about that? Without, <laughs> yeah, without finally. Yeah, um, they see on the news that there's there's a storm coming in New York, so they're like, oh geez. They're, they're like, can, should we go? 
I don't know. Uh, I kind of like just chilling here and making out. Yeah, but it's they're probably like, going to come for this thing in my head. I mean, like, it's fine. You know. Yeah, but it's the right thing to do. But though. you're really hot, and I just like hanging out with and you. And then they get attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other minions just end up finding them, and they have this big fight. Um, and they're pretty much getting overpowered. As Vision well. just gets poor Vision. He the thing is the thing with Vision is like he's so overpowered that, that you can't actually like have him in a fight. So they have to be like, oh yeah, this weapon like really hurts him and prevents him from using any of his powers. And you're like, all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So he's he basically can't do anything. Scarlet Witch is pretty awesome though. Scarlet Witch's powers are like bonkers. Like yeah. they're really good, and the actress is good. Like she yeah. she does it well. Yeah, she's fun. She's cool. One little minor thing is that people were noting that her her like you know her accent is gone from this movie. Oh, I didn't actually notice that. Yeah, because I remember in Civil War, you know, it's all talk like this, and <laughs> you know, I am Scarlet Witch, and you know, oh, she's Vision. Just, she's just oh. acclimating, you know. You know, then they say like, oh, Vision like changed her voice or something so that she can talk. I think she just got acclimated to the whatever to Boy, the talking that well, well how come she didn't and whatever she's got and, psychic powers anyways don't worry about so it so they have this big fight in the train yard um, and then they're again about to be completely overpowered and they're about to take the time stone away from Vision which is presumably going to kill him well yeah. it is going to kill him yeah um, but then who should show up to save the day but Steve Rogers good old Cap and Falcon and Black Widow yeah um, they don't that was pretty cool yeah I like that entrance Cap is just still awesome like there's just something about Cap and like Chris, like Evan's portrayal of him that he, like Cap is just always going to be awesome when he makes that dramatic entrance. There's nothing that's not cliche about it, you know, but he's just Cap. Like, I it's think just it's still like, awesome. I think it's because he's still like human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's still the leader. He's still the one where you're like, Cap's going to fix this mess, mm, you know? Yeah. I don't know. No, I agree with you though. But just, like uh, it's a pretty awesome characterization. It is awesome that they have, conveyed that with this character yeah i agree i agree yeah. so they all reconvene they all go back to the old avengers hideout where um uh, uh roadie yeah yeah roadie is still back there like in a talk with the same old government stuffies <laughs> um the rest what of the event trying to get him to do i don't know <laughs> it's like guys i'm literally the only one here what do you <laughs> want me to go get vision do you know what that guy can do <laughs> i'm in a second rate iron man suit like what do you want? And my legs barely. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Apparently they expect him to do whatever because he's in the Air Force or something. And so the beep, the people come back and like the hologram sees him and they're, he's just like, arrest them. And, and, then <laughs> and he again, it's like, Rody, I'm one dude. Well, like Rhodey's all like, you got it. And then turns off and then he's like, hey, great to see you guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I, that was kind of cool, I guess, just to show that the government is still the worst. Yeah. As it's it's nice to see that everyone's like, yeah, it turns out Tony's idea was terrible. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> like even Rhodey, who's like in the Air Force. I mean, so was Falcon. But we're actually going to have random, random side note. After the events of... Uh, Captain Marvel, <coughs> assuming they stay with the general storyline behind it. We're going to have three members of the Air Force in the Avengers. So that's some nice Air Force military representation. No hey. other branches, but hey. go Air Force. <laughs> sure. Oh, so, yeah, the Army, obviously, with Cap, but um, Buck. So, uh, also, okay, so then they, like, they're talking about what they need to do. They know they're after Vision's time stone. Vision is straight up just like, guys, just take it. Or actually, just destroy it, you know? Yeah. And, and they're all like, that's prob that's going to kill you. He's like, yeah, but at least they won't have the you full know, they won't blow up the entire universe. In, in, I don't, did, 
I forget. Do they know like what Thanos is planning to do, or they just know like Thanos bad? Don't let him have these. I think they know Thanos bad. Don't let him have these. I forget when it actually comes out where he's like, yeah, I'm gonna destroy half of everything. That I think comes out with the Guardians, okay, um, and Tony Stark, uh, but not these people in particular. Okay, I think they just know Thanos bad. All stones, not good. Yeah. Um. So so Cap makes a speech about like you know we don't trade we don't trade lives for this sort of stuff you know yeah. um, but then they're all like there might be technology but to then they're success. like visions are robots so who cares <laughs> it's like there might be technology to get the stone out safely and they're like oh where that's where's that gonna be and then you hear like talking drums in the background <laughs> it's like oh it's wakanda time yeah. um Throughout but I don't this, think th- we go there right away. No, because uh, there's still a subplot with the Guardians and Thor. Yeah. So the Guardians of the Galaxy are out doing their thing. They're about to receive a distress signal from the Asgard ship, but they actually fly into Thor, who's, who survived, <laughs> but he's a god, so he can survive in space. I guess. They bring him back in. He's in a coma, or, and so they, they uh, I forget how they revive him. They shock him or something. Oh, I think it's Mantis does something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, Mantis does something. They wake him up, and so now we get some beautiful band between it's Star great. Lord and Thor, it's awesome. Um, just the, because, like, okay, let me let me stop. I'm not sure how much I like this new characterization of Thor, where he's like kind of an idiot, but like just on the cusp of like breaking the fourth wall all the time. You know, it's it's a style that they sort of started in Ragnarok. And when I said that it was kind of Guardians of the Galaxy, that's basically what I was talking about. And so this new characterization of Thor where he's gone from being like the very serious, like I am the son of Odin, blah, 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 to borderline goofball, just sort of in his own world type thing. I'm not entirely convinced by that, that I like it, but it works great in this scene, right? It works great in his... In his interaction with it works Star-Lord. great. I don't know if I would characterize it as goofball, though. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, and, he's uh, not, like, intentionally a goofball. He's just, like... But he says this stuff that's, like... It's too funny to, like, really believe he's oblivious, but you're supposed to think that he's just oblivious and just full of himself. Like, you know? Yeah. It's, I, I'm just not sure I like it. I, I know what you're saying. I hear it, too, but I... I really didn't like his. I am Odin's son, Thor. Yada yada. Like I, I, I kind of welcome it this. It was like, too change. much, but I think they went too much in the other direction. Mm. I, yeah. I see what you're saying, but I, I don't know it if it didn't I, kill anything for me. No. but it, I was very aware of it. That's all. Because I, you're you're right. It's 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 beautifully paired in this movie. Yes. You know, he's just this like beefcake. I think Drax calls him like. An angel with like <laughs> the body of a what does he say? He says I don't something know. I think Amora makes some comment like, "Oh, his muscles are like they're made of titanium." And Star so was like, "All right, that's that's enough. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff, good stuff happening." Yeah, it's there. great. So Thor explains. He calls Rocket a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> so Thor Thor knows what what Thanos is up to though. So he does share that with the Guardians. He's saying that you know Thanos is is after all the Infinity Stones. And if he could possesses all the infinity stones, he can destroy half of the universe with just a snap. Yeah. Um, so he says that he needs to go to this, this uh, old like star forge 
um, where they create these weapons, and only Rocket knows what that is and like where that is. So he and Thor sort of get. Like, Does he? Friend. No, I, he didn't actually know. I think he and Thor just kind of liked each other, and Rocket loved the fact that Thor pissed off uh, Peter. So no, much. Rocket was all like, "That place exists," and, oh, okay, and like Thor okay. was like, "Yeah, hey, this guy knows what it is," you know. <laughs> um, so they go off into a pod. He, uh, Thor, and, and Groot, they go off into a pod to this to this place, leaving uh, the rest of the Guardians there. Um, Gamora, like when hearing Thanos's plan, all of a sudden gets very quiet yeah, and like and apprehensive. They discuss because Thor knows where all three are, right? He's like, one of them is, or they all know where all three are. They're like, one of them is at nowhere. Yeah. One of them's with this other guy. One of them's on Earth. So they're like, well, why don't we go to Earth? And Thor's like, no, no, the Avengers are there. And they're like, the, who? He's like, no, they, they got that. Earth's mightiest warriors. And they're like, okay. So they basically split up um, where they go after the reality stone, I think. Yeah, they go up to the reality uh, stone was, at this, nowhere. This part's really... I. I watched Ragnarok and both Guardians of the Galaxy, and there's still too many planets for me to keep track of. Like, I don't really get where the stones were. I just remember one of them was called Nowhere, and I don't really remember hearing that before. Nowhere but was in I'm the just, first Guardians. It, this is sort of the portion where it's really tough to keep track of, like, all the lore that's been out there, because the first Guardians was a while ago, and it's not like we've been back there since, right? We so, have not. That's right. It, it again fairly minor they're in space going to space places doing space things but <laughs> if you're actually trying to track it and they do kind of the same thing as civil war where they'll slap the location of where they are on uh -huh. the screen i don't know if it's just the font because the font was definitely better but it didn't bother me as much as this movie as it did in civil war civil war was very much like china <laughs> you know <laughs> Malaysia. Yeah. turns out fonts make a difference <laughs> i guess there you go Corey. oh jeez i don't <laughs> but, think he's listening <laughs> What a jerk. <laughs> well, he's not listening, so he's got to take that. Well, you he's know. He's got to hold that. Now I'll just have to link this to him. You should. <laughs> he deserves it. Anyway. Te text me when you get to this spot, Corey. <laughs> anyway, it's it's fine. I'm, it's it's tough to keep <sighs> track of all this stuff, but, like, you don't really need to. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, they have a discussion, Gamora and Peter, um, Peter Quill. They have a discussion because Gamora, she basically just says, like, if Thanos gets to me, you need to kill me. Yeah. And of course that's really hard for, for Quill to take in. Um, but like eventually he's like, okay, I promise. Yeah. And um, they make out and it's like, ah, we've resolved the sexual tension. Well, you know, and then it's, it's, uh, dispelled really easily with a nice Drax moment. <laughs> Drax is just <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I perfected the art of invisibility. <laughs> No, you haven't. You're right there. I'm Anyways. moving so slowly. You can't perceive me. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. It's yeah, good old Drax. I love, old Drax. I love Drax. You know, in the comics, he's a lot more relevant than he is in this. Oh, really? Apparently, in the comics, he can like fly and shoot energy blasts. Oh, and he's not just some guy with a knife. But he's amazing with a knife, though. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's never really done anything that amazing, but. No. I mean, it's very minor. But, but you saying. can't have the Guardians without him, though, you know? Oh, I'm not saying he shouldn't be there. I just wish he yeah. could shoot some lasers out of his hand. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, maybe sometime. <laughs> maybe someday. Um, I think moving over to Nowhere, um, they go to Nowhere, and it's like, because they, they have to go to the Collector. <laughs> right, um, right, And right. it's all in complete disarray, and they see Thanos there um, uh, talking to the Collector, trying to get the stone. Um so then uh, Gamora, like, well, actually Drax is about to, like, completely ruin it because yeah. he's he's overcome with rage. Because, of course, if you remember from the first Guardians, his whole thing is 
to kill Thanos. That's like yeah, the only Thanos reason why already, he's still around. I don't remember when this flashback happens of Thanos on Gamora's planet. This happens a little bit after. Okay, but in any, I mean, you eventually you realize this is whole Thanos's thing. Like he kills half the population on a planet and then leaves the other half. It's completely arbitrary. So, I, I guess that's what he did to Drax's planet, and his wife and kid were among those. So, is that about right? Yeah. Okay, that's just the construction downstairs. I was like, what is that? I don't know if you could hear that. Could yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're redoing the kitchen downstairs. I saw that when I was coming out. Like, that could be a problem. I will. Yeah, that's that's what he's that's what he does. Yeah. Um okay, so so they're on nowhere. Drax almost completely blows their cover. And so Thanos is like walking over towards there, and then Gamora does like a surprise attack and kills him, slits his throat. Um, and he's all like I think we must have seen that scene before now because she uses the knife that he gave her. You're right. <clears throat> yeah. You're totally right. She actually discusses this with Peter on the ship when they yes. when she makes the promise. Yeah. yeah okay, so, so, like the nice so they do a flashback of Gamora when she's a kid, like with her mom, and like Thanos and this like army is just like pulling people out of their houses and like lining them up. At some point Gamora loses her mom. Um and but like Thanos is there and is just like you know, she just like, really likes her for some reason. Yeah, like, you know, what are you doing, little one? You know, and like, is like kind to her. Cause I guess she was like, like, she like beat herself away from one of the people pulling her away and stuff. Like, throughout the movie, Thanos' big thing is like will. Like, you have to have the will to do these things that need to be done. Mm -hmm. And so I guess she shows enough will that he really likes her. And so he takes her away and like teaches her about balance, which is his yeah. big thing. And he like pulls out this, this like butterfly balanced. knife and like says like how perfectly balanced this knife is. And he's why like, he has that on his person. I'll never know. I don't think he really needs that. <laughs> so he like gives it to her, like, go ahead, try it. And then like, that's when like his army kills half of the planet population. It's just like, no, 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 just keep watching over here, you know? Yeah. And then like takes her in like as, as his own. And like, at this point we're seeing like, he actually seems to really care about her. Um, at least as some sort of like adoptive kind like of, person, yeah. um, you know, but that's all, that's all we get. You know, Gamora is still like a girl. Gamora, you know, still says like how, how badly he treated her still like, you know, made her basically like a fighting slave and yeah. um, all this sort of stuff. So yeah, you're right. That's what happens because she goes over and surprise attacks him and like cuts his throat with that same knife. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's like dying and is like, you know, my daughter, why but like <laughs> but like gamora is like also like be like is like shattered she's like crying, yeah she's yeah. like crying and like you know she falls to her knees and stuff reality stone reality stone turns out he already had it so i said before in our discussion i was like this movie never surprised me and in some of the scenes where it tried to surprise me it just like dragged on too long because it was obvious what was going on this scene was not that obviously i knew thanos was not dead sure but it never occurred to me that he was just he was literally recreating reality so that was cool yeah this was a cool scene i agree that just showed how busted overpowered he already was i agree yeah, yeah. it was just like he, of course he's not actually dead so you're yeah. trying to, you're trying to see what like the twist is you know and this was a pretty cool twist yeah so, um, so yeah, he already has the reality stone. That sucks. Drax runs out to try to like just attack him anyways. And he turns Drax into a bunch of blocks. He pulls a, he totally pulls a Jafar. <laughs> yeah, that's exact right. Where Jafar is like, things are unraveling for you, boy. And I was like, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought of. I was like, wow. Cause like, he does this, like the same thing to Mantis basically. Yeah. It's just like, all right, cool. So then Quill comes out. Um, and, and like Gamora's like, Peter now, now, um, and so like, and you know, Thanos gets what's going on. He's like, oh, he can't 
do it and like, like even oh, like pres- boyfriend yeah and even like presents her like for him and stuff this is actually honestly kind of this is one thing that did surprise me i was like maybe he's gonna alter reality to like bring her back to life or something yeah you weren't really sure you because you were like this is the classic villain hubris right where yeah. like it actually goes wrong for him but you're like it's too early in the movie for that so you weren't really sure what was going on and after quite a while, Peter eventually, like, you know, they say, like, I love you, I love you too, whatever. And he pulls the trigger and then, like, bubbles come out mm-hmm. because Thanos can just manipulate reality however <laughs> the heck he wants now. So at this point, you're just like, man, we are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so then they teleport away and they, you know, uh, Drax and Mantis are put back to normal and stuff. Somehow. Oh, man. Uh, at this point, I think we're taken back to the ship where Doctor Strange was on. And Tony Stark and, and Spidey are, are infiltrating. Um, so they see that that Strange is being tortured by Ebony Maw. And yeah, not a lot actually happens. He's being tortured and there's an alien reference. Well, <laughs> and he yeah, gets sucked out the ship. Because, um, like, the cloak <laughs> is still there. Like, uh, Strange's sentient cloak. Um which I guess you did need to see the movie to understand. Yeah, what I was this a little is. confused by that, but I was just like, the cloak magic. is basically it's magic cool. carpet. Yeah. Just, fine. just think of it that way. Yeah. So then, um, Spidey is there and you're like, you know, so what should we do? And he was all like, <clears throat> I've got it. Have you guys seen that old movie aliens? Yeah. Um, which is a, a callback to his, his thing in civil war when he takes down giant Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, like the that really old movie Empire yeah. Strikes Back. <laughs> so what they do basically is that they come on out and they blow a hole in the ship, sucking out Ebony Maw, killing him. I was a little disappointed with how easily he went out, but Ebony fine. Maw is pretty <laughs> OP though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, but it was cool having him. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So they, they save him, they save Strange, yada yada. And, and then they're, they're like, just, well, I, well, now what? <laughs> yeah. Well, they were all like, okay, well, now we need to go back to New York. But then Tony Stark is like, wait a minute. This ship is going to Thanos. And we're trying to stop Thanos from coming to Earth. He won't be expecting this. So why don't we just go over there? And, you Strange know. Strange is like, what is wrong? Yeah, because Strange <laughs> is not an Avenger per se yet. And and his his job in life is to protect the time stone. Yeah. Um, and even says that to Tony after, you know, after agreeing to the plan. He's just like, I will not hesitate to let you die if it means saving the time stone. Do we yeah. understand? And Tony's like, Yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> like that. Um Peter, uh, uh, Spidey has some wonderful lines in here too. My, he just probably like, my favorite line of the whole movie is when he introduces him, like, "Hey, I'm Peter Parker." And so I'm he's Doctor like, Strange. Oh, we're using made-up made names up now. Names. Oh, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> Strange just stares at him like. <laughs> that was definitely the greatest moment. Because I don't know if you know, but Strange is actually his last yes, name. Yes, that is actually his name. Okay, I, I, that I, is actually a doctor. I didn't know if you knew that. So yes, I, I did just, know okay, that. But okay, thank you. okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I think there's some scenes after this, but where I'm going really out of order. But at this point, also, they uh, they crash. There's a lot into of the- jumping around, but it. Uh, let's let me pause here. So when they did this whole, when you realize what they were doing, right? When they were just gonna have different people split up into different sections, and they were probably never gonna actually all be in the same place. My initial thought was like cheated. Yeah, yeah. My initial thought was like, oh, that's kind of dumb, and you kind of cheated. Like I want to see them all in the same place. But it all worked. It because, still did. Yeah, because Tony Stark with uh, with Doctor Strange was awesome, and Peter Parker added that was great, and Thor with the Guardians was fantastic, and later on when the Guardians meet up with Stark, it's awesome, right? And like they all sort of have their own vibe. Like the groups that with that's with Cap is all very serious and militaristic, right? Mm. But it like 
it just sort of shifts the tone in those sections to match with them. And it works because you've got, you know, ex-military uh, Black Widow and King of Wakanda, who's also leader of the army. And you've got Bucky and Cap and like all these military men. And it like works. At first, it feels like they cheated because you don't get to see that intermingling. But it just would have, I mean, I can totally see how that would have been too bloated. Like how that would have been so hard to get it to work. So the groups they split them up in all really work. And kudos to them for knowing the characters well enough to do it in this way. Yeah. Um, but it worked. Um, and so there's a lot of jumping around. But somehow it never really feels fragmented. Like as we're doing this, I'm like, my gosh, we're not even that far in this movie. And we're like jumping all over the place. But it works. It's I done very well. I definitely <laughs> thought thought that while watching the movie that like, yeah, we're jumping around quite a bit. And I was like, but I'm not... I'm not bored and I'm also no. not like confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm not at all. Like I remember like we, we see quite a bit after, um, strange is taken captive. Um, and I, the whole time I'm, st I'm still like, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing, but what about Dr. Strange? Like, yeah. like I know that's coming back, uh, but we'll see what happened. And I also did not expect the um, strange and, 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 uh, Tony Stark and stuff like that to run into the guardians of the galaxy. Mm, yeah. When that happened, I was like, okay, this is, this is, getting, this, is awesome. this is getting great. Yeah. 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 So that's what happens eventually. Just getting back to the story. They, they, they crash into them or something or they, 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 so they go to, they decide to go to Titan, which I'm not quite clear if that's like the moon Jupiter Titan or if it's some other Titan. I think it's Cause some apparently other. they can breathe. I'm pretty it. sure it's some other Titan, yeah. <laughs> but they this go is Thanos' home planet. Yeah, yeah, and so it turns out that the Guardians had the same idea because that because Peter's ready to go F up Thanos. For you know? taking Gamora, yeah. Yeah, and so they just all sort of run into each other on Titan, and there's a great, like, misunderstanding scene where they all kind of fight each other. At first, you're like, oh, this is the classic, like, misunderstanding. It's kind of dumb. But on the other hand, it's cool to see... Star Lord get to do his thing against Tony Stark and stuff like that. You yeah, know? there's actually there's a awesome. great fight scene amongst all of them. Really, yeah. um, there's a the, it's it's sort of a meme now, but it was definitely my favorite line and my wife's favorite line is when they were like when they they all have each other in an impasse. Quill's all like, "Where is Gamora?" and like Tony Stark is like, "I have a, I have one better. Who is Gamora?" and Drax is like, "I have one better. Why is Gamora?" <laughs> Yeah. Only Drax could have said that line. That's like, true. Like Spidey couldn't have said that line. Yeah. Only Drax could have said that yeah. line. Yeah. I, and there are some great lines there where he's like, "Oh, you're from Earth. Is Footloose still the greatest movie ever made?" <laughs> I, it never it, was. Peter <laughs> just gives him this absolutely "I will kill you" look. <laughs> I just the way the way Peter Parker delivers that. Just I just it never was. <laughs> <laughs> they say things like how they ran into Thor too, and Peter Quill's like, "Yeah, this is like not so good." looking guy <laughs> in distress that we had to save you know yeah. so. good stuff good stuff their personalities blend very well i mean like we saw a little bit of it in the trailers but it's so much better like I, yeah it, it i'm glad really that there well. was it wasn't just like it was all spoiled in the trailers you mm -hmm. know yeah so they so they all realize they need a band together and they're about to they're about to come up come up with a plan i do believe this is also the time where strange decides to look at all possibilities yeah that starts to happen there's a couple i think somewhere in here we cut away to the star and also back to wakanda those things happen. Let's let's talk about let's finish the scene first, and okay. yeah, well then we'll go back for sure. Okay, yeah, I don't um, remember the order of these at all. Yeah, me neither. I apologize, to anybody else. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, Strange looks at all possibilities and finds that out of fourteen million ish possibilities, there's only one where they win. Um, 
I like how he doesn't share yes. with everybody so what happens. A here. lot of people. So in li- I've heard a couple. One of the podcasts I listen to, they do a little bit of a discussion, and one of the people on that, uh, the podcast name is Weeks Off with Garrett uh, and Kyle Ferguson, uh, Garrett Weinzer and Kyle Ferguson. Um, they do a Heroes of the Storm podcast. I like their stuff, so I listen to it. Um, and so Kyle is just a massive fan of Wizards. And just being a wizard. And Doctor Strange does a great job of just being the wizard in this movie. Where Mm -hmm. he, like, always knows what's going on more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't really share it, right? Yeah. Like, he is a step ahead and he's got the big picture in mind. And he's just very mysterious and, like, what is what is going on with this guy? Like, what does he know? And he does a great job of doing that um, throughout the whole movie. So his performance and his part in this is really really well done but yeah he tells them there's only one he doesn't tell them which one it is but they wind up going with because they're going to because there's a lot of alpha males in here right because yeah. Tony Stark's like I'm the leader and Peter's like uh excuse me I am the leader <laughs> I am Star-Lord it's like uh so they argue for a bit but they wind up going with Star-Lord's plan not that it really matters but. yeah so okay so uh, let's jump back over to the star uh because uh because Thor and Rocket make it to the star uh, there's like a, a little scene in here where Thor is like having Having some insecurity issues, mm. right? And yeah. it's nice. It's not overbearing. It's it's interesting that they decided that Rocket was the one who was going to deal with this. But again, it works surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, like Thor is just like, I can't lose. Like I don't. I'm Thor. Like he can't beat me. And he's like, he already whooped you. He's like, well, no one's ever beaten Thor twice. And Rocket's like, okay, buddy. Like <laughs> that's sort of what's going on. So he's still got a little bit of that bravado in him, but. You know, Rocket gives him a spare eye. He's got laying around, so oh, that's, that's nice. <laughs> again, just beautiful. Yeah. Of course, just keeping in line with Rocket Strain's obsession with <laughs> keeping prosthetic limbs and body parts and stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Like great stuff. Yeah. So the, this star um, is is also a forge for, like, the universe's greatest weapons. That's, that's where, where Mjolnir, Mjolnir was created. Yeah. And um, Turns out that's where the Infinity Gauntlet was created. Yeah, Thanos basically gets these these uh, these dwarves who are also, like, 10 feet We're tall. actually giants. Uh, um, he he get he forces them to to create the infinity gauntlet like a, a gauntlet that can wield all six stones yeah safely. so there's only like one of them left and i don't remember his name other than i mean peter he's dinklage. peter dinklage yeah, yeah. is that weird I, I remember hearing that people he's saying like a dwarf who was a giant. Like, yeah. is that racist? I don't know. I mean, like it kind of is, but he also <laughs> didn't play a dwarf character in Days of Future Past, so. I, it, it kind of evens out. I don't know. It's I can't. Just, it was just so weird. It's like, wait, they actually cast Peter Dinklage as a dwarf who is actually a giant. <laughs> I'm just so confused. I can't. Like, he's great, and I'm enjoying him, but I'm just like. <laughs> I, I can't speak for the wills of little people. Yeah, I'm just, you know, know. but. All I can say is that his performance is great. Yeah, it was. So um, basically, Asgard is in is is tasked with uh, save with protecting this Star Forge. But they don't because Asgard is dead and um, Thanos, um, uh, like, also, as soon as the Infinity Gauntlet is done, kills the Forge, like, closes the Iris and, like, stops it and yada yada. Yeah. So, um, but they're here because they know that only this place can create uh, a weapon capable of killing Thanos called the Stormbreaker. Um, they even have the mold for it and everything, but they can't open the the... The like they can't start the 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 fire of the the star the star again yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a big thing where he has to like stand in the thing holding it open while well, the they have of the to star like blasts him. They have to like Rocket has to like. <laughs> they have to get it spinning again. Yeah. So like Rocket like toes like 
or like no Thor like spins rocket around inside the pod or something whatever they get it working again <laughs> um but the iris closes before the the forge can be fully melted again so Thor has to like stand in the iris to like manually keep it open but he's a god so he can take it that's fine um and so they make the weapon but they're missing the handle so teenage Groot who's just a, an absolute like snotty teenager this whole time yeah for some reason this weapon also has the power to like instantly heal Thor and has the power of the Bifrost it's pretty busted it's it pretty is. awesome. It really is. But anyways, <laughs> like, so they have it here that's missing the handle, but like Groot finally steps up and like uses his own like regrobro tree arm to like create the handle of it, which is, it's nice. It's pretty, it's cool. It gives it a pretty awesome look. That's yeah. for sure. Um, okay. So now we jump back over to Wakanda, I believe. I mean, we had seen the stuff of Wakanda before the weapons finished. Yeah. Like the, the weapon thing is kind of split think, up into two parts. Yeah. I think we're, we're jumping back to Wakanda now. Yeah. So, um, Actually, no, we need to go to the Soul Stone. Oh, yeah. No, actually, let's... No, let's talk Soul Stone. Okay. So, um, so, Gamora... My goodness. So, Gamora is in... the timer. We should have, but whatever. We're just going to talk until we're done. (laughs) So, Gamora is in Thanos' custody. Um, Thanos is, like, trying to be nice again or whatever. We don't know if he's just trying to sweet talk her or not, but um, he's trying to get the location of the Soul Stone out of her, and she's she's saying, like, you know, I like, don't... She was supposed to find it on a mission, and, like, she came back and said it failed, but he's like, come on, I know you didn't fail. Yeah. And then... So what we come to find is that Thanos actually also has Nebula in prison also and is, like, torturing her by, like... Apparently she almost pulled off killing him, so good for her. Um, And he's, like, slowly dismembering her um, because they looked into, like, her, like, memory files, and there's there's a file of Gamora telling Nebula that she knows where it is, but she destroyed, like, the map of it. She found the map? She never actually found the stone, which is why she could keep saying, I never found it, I never found it. But she found a map to it and destroyed it. Yeah. So she knows where it is. Thanos is all like, you know, I taught you many things. I taught you, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I never taught you to lie. Because that is you why were you are bad at it, you know. <laughs> so you know, eventually, you know, Nebula in pain gets a, basically Thanos's whole deal is torturing people until people tell like locations or whatever like that. And I guess it never really comes up that many times. Well, it happens here. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh, and so yeah, Gamora finally says like, "Fine, it said." place in place whatever yeah whatever so they go to place in place and who should be like the keeper of it but (laughs) red skull why was he there now everybody was apparently very mystified by this i was like okay (laughs) i mean i was fine with it but i was also mystified by it like i the only thing they ever say to show like why he's there is he like oh you're hunting all the infinity stones and red skull's like yeah, I wanted that once too. I had one once. That was pretty cool. Good luck. <laughs> well, that's he, it. He was like, "Yes, I had one. <laughs> it uh, it didn't go well. Yeah, that's, that's why. Uh, that's why I'm here. So uh, you want the soul stone? Yeah, I'll show you. I don't. I don't remember how Red Skull died. I should have looked that up if it had anything to do with one of the Infinity Stones. It did. He um he wielded the Space Stone in the Tesseract. Right. And it like basically consumed him. And that's what he said is that he's he was deemed unworthy to wield any of the stones. And as as retribution, he's now like the quote unquote keeper of the soul stone. It's just kind of weird. Like it could have been Loki. Loki had a stone. I but guess he, he didn't die by but it. He's a god. It was just it wasn't a big deal. It no. was just like, all uh, right. Apparently a lot of the the more devout MCU fans were like going crazy over it, but I was like, 
Okay. I guess they just had money left over in the budget to hire that big name actor. And they're like, hey, you want to come on and be Red Skull again? Well, funny story, it wasn't years? actually him. It was Hugo Weaving who was the original oh, Red Skull. Oh, it wasn't? Oh, but it voice. wasn't actually him. I thought him. his voice sounded really good. It different. was a really good impersonator. Um, that's I'm, I'm not kidding. It Why was a really they? good impersonator. Okay, whatever. I think Hugo Weaving like wanted to distance himself. I mean, he literally hasn't been in any of these movies for like a decade. No. <laughs> I, that was the weirdest thing. Like of all, the, why would you bring him back? I, th- I, I don't know. It, might have it doesn't really matter. Comics, I don't know. I, yeah, I just whatever. Anyway, so they they go forth and they they go to this cliff um, because Red Skull says that in order to get the Soul Stone, you must sacrifice something that you love. Um, this and- was the point where I immediately knew what was going to happen, and they dragged it on so long with Gamora being like, oh, "You can't get it! Yeah. Oh, you're crying!" And I'm like, "Gamora, shut up!" Well, like- Gamora is like, "Like, huh, you don't love anything." Yeah. And like, so this is this is where you meet your end, and yada yada. And then he like turns around. There's like a tear going on his eye, and she's like, "Huh, see, you're crying." And Red <laughs> yeah, Skull's like, like, "He's not crying for himself." <laughs> Red Skull's like, and then all of a sudden, Gamora's like, "No." <laughs> No, 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 and, and then he throws her off the cliff. He throws her off the cliff, and they actually and now, the, they do focus on her on her slightly broken body. Also, this this scene did drag on a bit. It did, yeah, uh, be, because it was so obvious what was going to happen, and she was so oblivious that you had to spend all this time showing how oblivious she was while Thanos was getting all emotional. We'll, we'll have to get back to what the characterization <coughs> of Thanos was. It's hard to tell if they wanted to make him sympathetic or not. I don't think they pull that off, but he definitely has motivations mm-hmm. that are consistent and he is a good character. But if they were also trying to make him sympathetic, they did not succeed. Uh, I don't know how much they were trying to do that. That is though. probably the weakest part of his character, I think. Yeah. It's like, why does he like actually care about Gamora? Yeah. Like, Gamora has... And also, like Gamora speaks nothing but ill about him, and she's like crying that she killed him, it's like weird. initially. Sam, my wife was really interested in this because it was like, yeah, Thanos can. Thanos obviously did not actually love her in the sense that he ever put her above himself, mm-hmm. but in his twisted way of like caring for something, I'm sure he perceived it as love, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, what they were going for. But it's it's sort of an unexplored aspect of the movie, which is fine because it would have been really bloated if they had. But it doesn't make this scene good. And It'll probably come back in the next one. I, so there, what I this was, theory is that that Gamora is actually in the Soul Stone. They've so apparently they've actually confirmed this. Oh really? I, when I was talking to one of my buddies from church, he was like, he kept every time we we're talking about that, he like couldn't wait to bring up like, yeah, the producer said that she's actually stuck in the stone. I'm like. Producers, shut up. That is the kind of thing that I don't want to hear from your mouth. I'm like, this is exactly like the Frozen guys being like, yeah, Tarzan. Totally. Like, no, show me it in your movie. Leave that for the next movie. I don't don't need to know that. Keep them in suspense. There's no reason we need to know that. But apparently, yes, she is in the Soul Stone realm, whatever that is. It's pretty disappointing that the Soul Stone is like, they make a big deal of it where, like, it has a special place among the Infinity Stones. We've never seen it before. Yeah. He never uses it. It just is sort of in his gauntlet and presumably giving him power over something. Yeah, like, what it, What can you manipulate yeah, with what the does Soul it Stone? Do? Like, I don't can know. Can you just, like, kill people on a whim? Like, I, 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 He doesn't do that, that's for does sure. Does he know everybody's <laughs> souls? I mean, that's what people are saying. That's how we knew who Stark was personally. 
I mean, I feel um, like he remembers Stark from when he like from when he blew up the, yeah. the Avengers. Yeah, that yeah. that also came around too. I I don't I don't have the answer. The know? only thing that I was I was hoping for something different in this scene, and I wasn't busted up that it didn't happen. I was hoping we would go back to the whole death thing, because. In the lore, Thanos' thing is always he's trying to court death, the actual character death. We have not right, seen death right. yet, to my knowledge, but a reference to this was made at the end of the first Infinity or Avengers movie when he was announced, when one of his dudes came back and was like, stop attacking Earth. To do that is to court death. And Thanos is like, oh, baby, <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> and so I was kind of hoping, because that's in... In like the expanded in like the comics, that is his love, right? Yeah. It's death. Yeah, that's what he's after. So I was hoping that we would get something to that, like he would have to give up the ability to die or something weird, or it had to something. I'm not saying that's what it should have been. I was hoping they would do something with it, but throughout the movie, we never get any reference to death no. or his relationship or obsession or anything like that with her. Well, but I guess she is gonna be in the next movie. Yeah, fully admittedly, the, his it's characterization, weird. people have said that his characterization from the comic books uh, to the movies is a little different. In, in the yeah. in the comic books, he was more just kill people. But in this, in this, in the movie, he's kind of more. He has this weird obsession. It's all about balance. It's all about two things with Thanos, balance and will. Mm-hmm. And he, you need to have the will to take action to bring balance is sort of his thing. And it's actually communicated very well. He is a very well-realized character, um, which is impressive. Uh, The way I was explaining it to Sam, uh, if any of you are familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, Thanos is an excellent example of a lawful evil bad guy. And there are very few lawful evil bad guys realized in films and media. The reason for this is, like, Joker is the is the stereotypical chaotic evil, right? Yeah. He does evil things like for the sake of chaos. Like that's sort of his motivator, right? When you have a pure evil character, they just want evil for the sake of evil. But with a character like Thanos, he makes evil actions for the sake of his law. Yeah. For what he views as how things should be. Um, and then it doesn't make him less evil because his actions are evil. And he obviously doesn't value life, which is sort of, the hallmark of evil in like the the generic not centered on judeo christian value stuff it pretty much comes down to do you value other characters in their like right to live no then you're evil and that's fine that works very well but like he doesn't do it just to take away their right to live he does it because you have to bring balance mm-hmm. like this is how the universe needs to run no one else is going to get it there, so I'm going to do it by any means necessary. And there are a great example of lawful evil villains in like uh, in a comic strip called Order of the Stick. It's a great Dungeons & Dragons comic strip. If you're interested, go check it out. But one of the characters' fathers comes back, and he's, he's a great lawful evil character because he's so obsessed with things have to be this way. And that's what sort of drives him to be evil. He's like, the world needs to run this way, and everybody else can't figure it out. So you know what? I'm going to take it on myself to get it figured out. And that's... Thanos does a great job of that. And having that consistent motivation and being able to establish that is really hard. That's why you don't have good lawful evil villains in most movies. But Thanos does it really well. It's very clearly articulated. It has to do with his view, like his own moral code, so to speak. He's just evil in doing it. And it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I think that's why Thanos works. He doesn't become sympathetic because you don't really believe he cares for Gamora. You don't feel bad for him for having to sacrifice Gamora, you know? You never feel no, sorry No, I mean, for like, him. I think they try to push it because he's always yeah, like, I've experienced bit. loss. Yes. And, and that not only just refers to Gamora, but it refers to some other things apparently in his life. Well, but like, his home that, like, he, yeah. he gets into that where he's like, I told them they needed to slaughter half the population. They didn't listen to me. And they're like, gee, I wonder why. Well, let, but, let's, let's get into that then. So yeah. uh, uh, skipping some more Wakanda stuff, we'll get back to it though um uh he goes back to titan he just teleports back to titan because again he just knows where the time stone is I guess. yeah and yeah. and there's dr strange just like meditating or whatever and they they have a little repartee a little bit like or not repartee just you know they talk yeah. a little bit um thanos then like uses the reality stone to like tell his backstory of like titan used to be this like wonderful paradise utopia whatever and then they realized they were losing resources uh because their population was too big and thanos like i got it guys <laughs> <laughs> what if we just kill half of the population? And they were like, eh? Eh? No, no, eh? no. But we'll do it fair. Like, well, you know, there's no bias. Rich, poor, doesn't matter. We'll just split them right down the middle. Half them die, half them live. Huh? No. Huh? <laughs> that, no, that, no. Come on, it'll be a good time. <sighs> Whatever. Let, let's just so I think of something else. But they don't, and Than uh, Titan eventually becomes this huge wasteland, um, and that sort of motivates Thanos in this, you know, he's like, I have he, the will yeah, to do Yeah, he was like, this. they didn't have the will to do what needed to be done, even if it wasn't pleasant. I yeah. have the will. So he claims, you know, he goes around planets doing this all the time, <laughs> and he claims, like, even in Gamora's planet, like, it's now a paradise. Like, everybody has full bellies, and everybody, you know, has enough resources, more than enough resources to live, and yada yada. And, like, you know, everybody else is always just like, you know, you don't get to make this decision. You know, he's like, that's why I have the will to do it. Yada, yeah. Yada. It's like, well, if I have only infinity stones, I sure can. Yeah. So a fight ensues. Um, they they, they uh, basically create this plan where they're able to subdue him enough so that Mantis can get onto him and make him, like, sleep um, as, as she's able to do. Um, she can't make him sleep all the way. Um, but like, you know, gets him, gets him well enough so that they can try to get the glove off of him as they're doing this. Mantis is able to feel, you know, cause she's an empath, just like, you know, he's feeling great agony, you know, yada, yada. Um, Peter Quill comes up to him and is like trying to say like, where is Gamora? Where is Gamora? Cause she obviously didn't return back. Um, and then he pieces them together. That well, yeah, he keeps saying, like, oh, he feels, like, such tragedy and stuff. And he's like, you son of a, like, you don't feel anything. Like, what'd you do with her? And then uh, what's her? Nebula kind of puts it together. Yeah. I forget how Nebula, Nebula escapes. She winds up here. She, like, sends out a distress signal telling them to go there, I think, or something. No, she, so, like, she just, like, flies out there. She she escapes she the bonds. A, she sent a message to the Guardians. It's like, go to this planet or something. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, but I, whatever. I did forget that. But, I yeah, she is, she is there. there. You're whatever, right, though. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so then so then Star Lord loses it and like tries to like shoot at him. Just starts beating his face. Yeah, basically. and that that gets Mantis off of him, and so he gains his consciousness again. Like right when they're about to get the glove off. Yeah. It's all very, you so know. a lot of people have blamed Star Lord for like completely wrecking this whole plan. But I mean, look, I was partially sad that it had to be Star Lord because I love his character and I don't want him to be the bad guy. But let's be real, this was totally in character. It was totally in character. Right. And the other thing you have to keep the the other thing you have to keep in mind that like makes it all okay is that. Doctor Strange always knew. Yeah, doctors, and you'll he, does, he doesn't intervene through any of this. He, he's actually like not even helping in any way. I don't no, think. Yeah, no, he's, he's just not. like he's just kind of watching. Like, yeah, 
go guys. <laughs> he's like, I mean, he helps in the fight, but in that moment, he's just kind of like, yeah, right. Cause do he, it. <laughs> presumably. Yeah. He knows like, he's like, yes, yes. Uh, punch him. Yes. Punch him again. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. Gotta move. Gotta move. Yeah. So yeah. Thanos basically, he'd like, he blows up a moon. <laughs> and then and he's like, like, all right, now I'm going to blow up this moon. I'm like, <laughs> you know, for future reference, maybe lead with that. That's pretty good. Like in terms of the things you can do, that's, that's up there. So he's rocking everyone. Uh, yeah. and all ends up with Tony Stark. This is actually a great fight between Thanos and Tony Stark. And just everybody, really. Sure, but this... this Doctor Strange just have some moments to do his crazy wizard stuff, and you're like, wow, this guy's busted too, so <laughs> that's cool. Um... I really did enjoy the fight, though, with Tony Stark and, and Thanos. Um, Tony actually manages to get him to bleed, but he's like, you know, all that just for one drop of blood. Um, he's Thanos is wrecking Tony's armor, and he's got all these backups and yada yada. Um, Thanos finally, like, is able to, like, stab him with Impale something. Him, yeah. yeah. Um, Thanos says, like, the line, he's all like, you know, I respect you, Stark. He says, like, I respect your will, Stark. Yeah. Like, in, because of this, I'll let half of Earth live or something like that. Well, no, he says, like... When I kill half of humanity, I hope they remember you or something like that. Oh, yeah. Or when you're gone, I hope they remember you, yada, yada, like that. Um, and at this point, Doctor Strange intervenes and gives him the time stone. Yeah, in he order says, to if save. you'll spare him, yeah. I'll give you the time stone. He's like, no wizard tricks. <laughs> no wizard tricks. And so he gives it to him. Yep. Um, and then Stark is like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> he had it hidden in some alternate dimension or, I don't know, yeah. timey-wimey, whatever it is. So all this time, also back in Wakanda, the other remaining of, of Thanos' minions come down with his huge army. Well, because the Avengers are like, hey, can you get this thing out of Vision's head so we don't have to blow him up? And so I always I always feel bad because I always forget his sister's name, which is super sad because I really love both the actor and her character. Mm-hmm. But she's like, yeah, I could do that. I mean, I just need time. And they're like, yeah, we don't have a lot of that. And then she's like, well, why didn't you just hook it up this way so you could just pull it out? And Banner's like... You know, <laughs> I didn't think of that. Didn't think about that, and so she gets to be like, uh huh. <laughs> she so, says like, yeah, like in order to do this, Vision has like two trillion synapses or something. Yeah, whatever, so. big number. So, um, so they she send- has to like undo each one of them individually. So the plan is for her to stay there with Vision and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch, so that as soon as, because there's something like, ah, uh, if only a similar power vibration could destroy it. So I guess only Scarlet Witch can destroy it or yeah. whatever. Um, so the plan is for them to all stay behind while everyone else mounts their defense. <clears throat> so, um, so giant uh, army. The giant army comes down outside of the barriers of Wakanda. Um, but there's so many of them, like the barrier just like disintegrates them, but there's so many of them that they can actually like a handful of them can like actually push. Yeah. Through. Um, and so then they realize they're going to perimeter all of Wakanda. What do we do? And T'Challa has to make the hard decision, open the barrier so yeah. that they all go through this, this one little hole where they can actually defend against yeah. it. Yeah. And so they do, they come through, there's a fantastic battle. It really um, is great. The monsters look really gross and nasty, and mm-hmm. there's some pretty. I did, I love the part where uh, War Machine just like carpet bombs them, but he does it like before they open the barrier. I'm like, dude, you gotta just save come that on, stuff. man. <laughs> you guys, it, it it is really cool because like oh air support over here, and it's like Falcon and and uh, War Machine, and like they're the actual Air Force guys. So it's like oh this is super awesome. The only thing I didn't like was Cap's new shields, but they were really lame. yeah. They were like two little arm things. Yeah, whatever. why couldn't they have just given him another? vibranium shield yeah i whatever because there is a line where where t'challa says like get this man a shield shield." and they get him like two weird (laughs) he's like um (laughs) i mean i i can do some damage i I can work with this but like in the future (laughs) you like work on 
right. You know, it's fine. Um, and, during, you know, they got Bucky, so Bucky's there, too. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, they give him back his arm, and he's all like, so who are we fighting? <laughs> you know, he knows what's up. Yeah. At this point, he's also turning into White Wolf, apparently. Um, yeah, I guess that's his new name. Yeah. That, okay. That's what they call him at the end of, of Black Panther, right? Or yeah, something. that's what like the kids call him or yeah. something. So he's like, like transforming six. from the Winter Soldier into White Wolf, which okay. is like combining two characters, I guess. Sure. Anyways, um, also in this time, through the, the power of the Stormbreaker and the Bifrost, comes back Thor, Groot, and Rocket uh, to come yeah. fight as well. And Thor's weapon, it Thor is, is OP. So <laughs> I think Thor that was just so satisfying. He's like, yes. Well, because he has Thor. He has a weapon again that can like conjure a bunch of lightning and well, stuff. Well, he can chant. I mean, it was established in Ragnarok that he could do lightning on his own, but oh, okay. like he's channeling it through this weapon, and it's just like, yeah. get on. So there's a there's a grand old fight as well. And there's some like great interact. I I love the interaction between like Rocket and Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> how much for the arm? It's not for sale. No, he says oh, how much like, for the gun. Oh, <laughs> no, like, that he said for the arm. No, at first he asked for the gun. Oh, yeah, and it's like it's not for sale. I was like, how much for the arm? And Bucky just kind of looks at him and smirks and walks away. And like, then Rocket's like, I'm gonna oh yeah, get that arm. I'm gonna get that. Arm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Through this time, also, Scarlet Witch knows that she should be out there, too, because yeah. she knows they're in trouble. So she goes out there, too. Because, like, the enemy gives them, like, giant burrowing wheels or something. Yeah. But so, it turns out they had an inside man. Yeah. The, the, one of the guys is just, like, in there somehow. Because they know they know. can't, like, stand up to her. And so when, as soon as she's gone, they execute their plan of just go of just going in there on the inside. Yeah, and it's kind of left a little vague cuz like uh Suri, that's her name I think, is like still working on pulling all the things off, but then Vision's like, "All right, I need I need to like fight this person yeah. or whatever." Yeah, cuz the guards can't stand up to him or whatever and then everyone goes back and it's a big fight scene. Nothing compared mm-hmm. to the plot. Oh, and Banner's in the Hulkbuster armor. Yeah, that was interesting. He still can't come on out as Hulk, but yeah, he's in he's in Veronica. You that know. was I didn't remember this was his name. <laughs> and it, it was it was okay. Yeah, he, he got to do a couple cool things. This is nice. Nothing. Yeah, nothing like major worth talking about happens in this, other than lots of cool fighting and it's summer blockbuster and just enjoy it because the characters are getting to be super awesome. So we come to a point now though where Thanos does arrive. Yeah. And um, he has five out of six Infinity Stones. (laughs) So he is mowing down all of the Avengers. Like all the Avengers, like, God, he's just like, poof. He is mowing down all the Avengers. At this point, uh, Vision is like to Scarlet Witch, like, you need to do this right now. And, you know, of course, it's it's hard for her. And she was like, no, you have to do this right now. And so there she is just like blowing a whole bunch of energy into the stone, killing him. Well, the Avengers try to hold him off and mm. Thanos does not look especially worried. Now, here's the <laughs> thing, though. Scarlet Witch is apparently the only Avenger who can do some damage to Thanos because like she actually is able to she's using both hands to try to destroy the stone. Thanos gets closer and she uses one of the hands to like hold him back. And she's actually doing it. Even though he's got all five of the stones, I mean, look, I this was this was the second of the two scenes where it was obvious they were trying to pull it. You're like, is she gonna do it in time? Is is this gonna happen? Like the same with the scene where he's like, oh, you gotta sacrifice something you love, and the whole time I was just like. Bro, he's got the time stone. Yeah. Like, none of this. So, like, I can't take Thanos seriously during any of this scene because I think he could have just blown Scarlet Witch away at any moment. I think he was just like, this is cute. Mm. It's a good thing I could rewind time. Let's see how this plays out. Let's let her experience this. Oh, you did it. 
No, you didn't. Because that's what back. happens. The time <laughs> yeah. stone, the 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 well, the stone gets blown up. He makes some up. snarky comment. Yeah, he's all like, like oh, you know, oh, you've experienced like, loss. <laughs> I have experienced it too. Rewind. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> Rewind, okay. and poor Vision comes back to life and is like, like, "What? Hello? What just happened?" <laughs> and then just like rips the stone out of his head, and he is dead, dead now. All the color like leaves his robotic body. That was harsh. That was kind of harsh. It's a good thing he's a robot, and I don't actually care about him. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a voice that we've been hearing from the beginning. Yeah, it is crazy that like he's pretty much the next longest running quote unquote Avenger. Yeah, yeah, but so um so he is now in possession of all Infinity Stones. But then, who comes out of the sky, Mighty Thor, Thor, with the Stormbreaker and gets him right through? It's pretty brutal. Um, and is like staring him right in the eyes, it's and like Thanos a, is like breathing you hard. Don't he's beat just Thor like or whatever. You. You should have gone for the head. And <laughs> Thanos like, snaps, snaps his fingers. Now, a brief small explosion happens, and then Thanos is in this, like, different realm. World of blood? Again. Yeah. And, really hoping they would have done the death thing here. Um, but instead, he sees, like, this, like, gaze bow with, like, <laughs> young Gamora there. And, and she's like, did you do it? And he's like, Yep. <laughs> Uh, and, and so then he returns back. Um, yeah, Thor, it's like if it was worth it or something yeah. like that. It, it was a weird scene. Thor is, like, the Infinity Gauntlet is now, like, smoldering. And, like, Thor is just like, what have you done? And Thanos is like, bye-bye. Bye-bye, and teleports <laughs> out of there. And so and everything is silent for a while. And then uh, they're just like, what happens now? And Bucky is just like, hey, Steve? <laughs> and then disintegrates. Yeah. Black Panther disintegrates. Um, Falcon disintegrates. Falcon disintegrates. Groot disintegrates. Groot disintegrates. This was apparently one of the sadder ones. James Gunn, director of the the Guardians movies, uh-huh. uh, was asked, "Hey, so what was Groot's last words there? Because like as he's disintegrating, you know, he gives like an I am Groot, you know, to to Rocket. Apparently, his last words were Dad." <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, he disintegrates. Um, it's too bad that can't be conveyed in the movie. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, over Back on Titan, um, uh, Mantis disintegrates. Man, everybody gets Gr- it. Uh, Drax it's- disintegrates. Um, Peter uh, dis- both Peters disintegrate. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Quill disintegrates. And right before uh, Doctor Strange does, he tells Tony he's all like Stark. This, this is the only the, way. This was the only way. And then he disintegrates. And yeah, Peter oh. Parker's all like, Mr. Stark, I don't, feel, I don't so. feel so good. This one was really sad. Everybody says, and it's probably true, that since he's the only one with spider sense, he like knew it was coming for him. So that's why he like got over. It was with weird fear. because different characters diff- definitely reacted to it differently. Like Black Panther didn't even seem to realize it was happening, but like other characters were like, what's happening to me? Oh, Scarlet Witch gets it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, literally everyone on Titan except for Stark and Nebula, and Nebula disintegrate. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they decided to keep Nebula, but okay. Um, and that's basically it. It goes to a scene of Thanos on some planet, just like chilling with like a Infinity Gauntlet that don't look too great. And that's what he was go. saying he was gonna do. Like you know he was gonna he was gonna rest. He was gonna rest after his work was done. Yeah. And then the movie ends straight up. So let's let's talk just the ending. So some of the complaints I've heard about this were it was half a movie. I feel like if you weren't aware this was going to be half a movie going in, that's kind of on you. 
Um, what a, that's a great point. Like, I understand. Th- we mentioned this in the Brothering Around podcast, but, like, a big problem, one of the big problems with Pirates 2 was that it was half a movie. So mm-hmm. you walked out feeling like you didn't get a movie. But, like, first of all, this was actually discussed on that podcast I mentioned. And it was interesting because the guy who really had a problem with it being half a movie loved both the Star Wars movies. And so the other guy was like, but like, aren't the Star Wars movies kind of like half movies? So I don't want to get into it too much here because Mm. I know that's a tender topic, but it's, (laughs) there's like this weird delineation where like people are saying like, Oh, it's just kind of half a movie. But like, where is that line where it's half a movie or not half a movie? Because I enjoyed this movie as a whole. Did it have a, satisfying resolution in the sense that the good guys didn't one win no but did it have lots of characters that i loved watching did it have an arc that was clear and like you saw beginning to end i think so like in most universes this would be the end like he won there you go obviously we know that the time stone exists so as long as that exists there's a lot of stuff you can do which is why i can't be too upset about any of the characters disintegrating Gamora because she's apparently in the soul realm, whatever. Like those, if they hadn't said that, I would have left Loki and Gamora as the ones least likely to come back. But then again, we know there's a Guardians three, right? There's no way Gamora well, is not going to be. To in that it. end, we also know there's a Black Panther two. Yeah, so you can't take this seriously, and that's fine. I think that's f- so. Let's just start with half. A, did you feel frustrated because you felt like this was half a movie? And no. if so, where did that line? No, okay. I didn't. Okay. I, I, I agree. I pretty much exactly what you just said is what, how I felt the character interaction was very satisfying. The action was satisfying. Um, the end. I mean, like if we consider Thanos, the protagonist, we yeah. had a full story, you know what I mean? And we did spend more time with Thanos. Like they developed Thanos so much. Like it kind of was him as the protagonist, which mm-hmm. was really interesting Yeah, and really well done. Um, so I, I didn't have a problem with that at all. Well, let me ask you this also as a follow-up. Were you were you at all shocked at all when the disintegrations were happening? No. So I'll I'll just sort of touch on my reaction to the disintegrations now because this was sort of what I walked out of the movie with and why Sam was like, Sam was kind of upset with me because he's like, you're focusing so much on this. I thought you liked the movie. He's like, yeah, the movie was good, but I was very focused on trying to figure out how I felt about the ending. The disintegrations did not make me sad. There was never in the sense that, like, oh, no, like, that character's dead. I was like, okay, they'll come back. Exactly. What I was sad about was the when I had the realization, I'm going to have to go through half of the next Avengers movie without these characters. Mm. And that is sad. Because you know that they're going to have to focus a lot of their time on fixing this. And then those characters will come back. Yeah. And after I realized that, I started counting the characters that were missing. And I was like, okay. And I like a lot of these characters. Some of the characters who I really like, you know, didn't get the axe, like Thor and Cap. Like, they're great. The OG Avengers didn't get the axe. That was when I realized. When I started counting, I was like, none of the, no Avengers who appeared before the actual Avengers movie got the axe. And that includes, uh, War Machine was not in Avengers, but apparently he was planned to be and then cut. But that's not really important. But he had already been established, right? Yeah. War Machine was in Iron Man 2, which came before that. Mm Mm-hmm. So the only exception for any character that was introduced before that who was off was kind of Vision. And they left the possibility open of them bringing Vision back before they get the stones, right? Because they were talking about like, well, there's like parts of Jarvis in him and there's parts of Stark and parts of Banner. So if we remove the Mind Stone, there should still be enough. So there's still a world where if Banner and um, uh, Black Panther's sister like work on him, I'm sure they could bring him back, which is... 
I've, whatever, I don't care about Vision. Like, I really don't. <laughs> but then I was like, all these characters we've already seen so much of, and it's this weird, I, I wasn't happy with the characters they left. And that's a little subjective, but hear me out. We've already had an Avengers movie with this cast. Like, literally the only new characters who were not in the first Avengers movie who are left are War Machine, who was around, Rocket, Rocket. Raccoon, <laughs> and everyone's favorite, Nebula. <laughs> like, why are you even still around? That was the easiest disintegrate ever. So it just makes me sad that I know. And then I was like, well, maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp and you know, Captain Marvel are going to fix this. And that way we'll have the next movie with them all in. But apparently, no, I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is occurring concurrently. And uh, Captain Marvel's a flashback. It's like in the oh. 90s. It's the origin story. So like a cap type thing. So it'll lead into. It yeah. will. It won't even lead. It'll probably end with like how she gets called with the buzzer with Nick Fury, which yeah. we'll touch on too. Uh-huh. But for the most part, I think it's going to be not really related. I think it's going to be something like, oh, back in the 90s, this is how she became Captain Marvel. Mm. So and the thing with that is Thanos makes a big deal about how, how it's all random. But we know that there are producers and money people in charge of this. So it felt very obvious that they made the decision, which characters are gonna, we going to make the most money on? Which characters do we actually want to write? And they decided on all the old ones. And that just made me sad. It, it made me less excited to see the next Avengers movie, hmm. right? Because I'm like, I've, like, look, you can make the argument that these are the characters who have the most threads, right? Like... Banner has to figure out how to get Hulk back. Okay, that's a totally manufactured thing that was just for this movie and was very whatever, but okay, fine. Cap and Stark still have to make up. All right, fine, whatever. It's done enough, but okay. Uh, I don't know why War Machine stuck around. He's Because they offed all the other black characters, can <laughs> oh, I say geez. that? Like, that was kind of oh, weird. But, you know, uh, we still got to get Banner and... Uh, Black Widow sometime to be all romantic or whatever. So I guess we'll keep her. And like Thor has his cool weapon and he's one of the OGs. So all right, he can stick around. And Stark, we can't get rid of Stark. Stark does everything. And I'm sure it's leading up to the fact that Strange knows that Stark is important to finishing this, right? And so that is still out there and that's neat. But I want to see more Strange. Like I, I, I we still didn't get, to, I'm, I'm upset that like two of my favorite Avengers period and Hawkeye and Ant-Man were just left out entirely and like they make a reason for it in the movie but i was like that was a cheap reason it though. was a cheap reason it's like i want to see ant-man and hawkeye here like hawkeye is one of the ogs and i just really like ant-man and you know his humor would i think they were just like ant-man's humor belongs like with the guardians and he would be stuck with cap and them and we don't really want to deal with that in like our little group dynamics so we'll just kind of leave him out i feel like that was actually the decision you know mm. <clears throat> um so that was my big that was why I left the movie feeling a little bittersweet because I'm just not excited about seeing Avengers one again, I guess, you know, like that movie with these characters already exists and it's great. Like, why don't we give Bucky? Th- I think we all like your prediction was Iron Man and Cap are going to get off in this one. That right? was my prediction. Yeah. And we're all still expecting that because all the rumors going around how like they don't really want to do this part anymore or like they haven't renewed their contract. So I, 
think what they're actually doing outside of our expectations is I think they're giving them one last hurrah and the next movie they're going to be gone for good somehow. I don't know how that's going to work with the time stone. No, I think you I think you're right. I think in some way, yeah. I I think that you still could have done that with them disintegrating and have cuz assuming they are going to do things like I don't know, like uh War Machine becomes Iron Man or uh, Bucky becomes Captain America, right? Or Falcon or whatever. They they could have had them the regular guys, the Cap and Stark oft, and then had those other guys start to fill in those roles, so you could see them growing into it, and so by the end of the movie, when those other characters were oft, it was like you got to see them really grow into it but I think what they're actually going for is this is going to be their last hurrah and then whoever's going to die is actually going to die, and you know, then people will start to take over, and maybe that's what the next phase is going to be, you're going to have a White Wolf movie where he, you know, deals with Cap being gone or, I, I don't know, but I think that's kind of what we're going for it it just did make me less excited because now i don't get to see ant-man and star lord interact i don't get to see ant-man and dr Strange. well i think you you're know, make, i think like you're that. making assumptions already how uh, how much I mean, time how much time these these characters are going to have on screen for the next movie it's um, just how are they going to fix they don't even know where thanos is they're going to have a whole part of the movie where they have to regroup and get over the fact that they lost like how are you going to do that in less than an hour and a half and fix the whole situation? Well, it's not going to be less than an hour and a half. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you've got an hour and a half of them fixing the situation. So even if it's a half hour longer than this movie, the longest Marvel movie we've got, that's three hours, and you've got half a movie without these characters. Like, even if you give me half the movie with them back, you've got so much stuff to stuff in with them, you know, probably still defeating Thanos. Like, there has to be something left for them to do. If it takes the whole movie to get them back and that's it, then it took the whole movie to get them back and we didn't get any of them. But if it goes half, they somehow bring them back with the Infinity Stones and then Thanos comes back with his second strike force and we get to see these characters be awesome again. That's the better of those two options. And there are certainly other ways they can do them. I don't I can't even imagine how they could do it without a movie in between to fix it just with time and like making it satisfying for them to come back from. But like even the better of the two options, I'm getting half a movie without more Doctor Strange, right? I'm getting half a movie without more Black Panther, who is awesome. Stuff like that. So, well, I guess I'm not so because if they were able to make if they were able to make such a nice villain, a good villain, I should say a well-written villain in Thanos in this movie. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that, that that is complete cred for them, but I am... It is cred, like... Well, sure, but not, like, 100%. Like, I'm yeah. just saying that, like, I think these people know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I, uh, touching back on some of the other things you were saying, like, when it came to the disintegrations, as soon as Black Panther disintegrated, I was like, okay, they're coming back. Like, because yeah. Black Panther is their biggest cash cow, and there's there's no way he's gonna be. I mean, gone he's forever. a great character. But <laughs> I, I mean, I thought about it in the real world sense. You know what I mean? I was like, uh-huh. okay, there's no way that Black Panther is actually gonna be gone for good. Um, and the fact that they're disintegrating also means that they can be reintegrated somehow. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? We didn't see like, you know, Bucky wasn't decapitated or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that immediately I was like, okay, everybody who was disintegrated will come back. Absolutely. Loki probably won't be coming back. Um, I mean, that would be disappointing. Loki is another character who I really love, and I like what they did with him. Um, I, I I think I of think all the possible. characters, he's the most likely not to be coming yeah, back. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I'm, no I'm okay with that. We need to have some sort of loss. Um, but I, I don't feel I, like Loki had enough of a redemption for it to be that much of a loss. I think he needs more time, but maybe that's just me. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But I, I'm not quite so... 
dreading the next movie. You know what I mean? Like Not I, dreading I, it. I'm just. <sighs> I understand your 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 concerns. Honestly, I do. Um, I also I understand your point of view. Uh, I I really do, and and I think you're you're pretty close to the money on that as well. Because anything that would be less than like a half a movie seems a little Deus Ex Machina to fix this gigantic mess. Yeah. You know? Um. So I I see your point. I really do. I'm. I'm a little less pessimistic, though. I, I, I feel that the Russo brothers can do it. Um, I feel like what they've done with this movie and the, the beautiful way they paced these, this gigantic yeah, it actually cast. it was really well paced, um, crazily. The way that they were able to still, still at times surprise us, um, the, the great cinematography and the great way they treated every single one of these characters yeah. in their different individual treatments, I think they can do it. Um, I really think they can. I think you're right in having this one being the OG Avengers last hurrah, whether that means all of them dying or just some of them dying. I do think you're right. This is going to be sort of their last hurrah. But in the end, I think we're still going to be satisfied with an actual full ensemble fight. I think the, uh, this next movie will be actually all the characters on screen at the same time. I think so. I hope so. I, I'm less concerned with the fight and more with the like character interactions. But mm -hmm. even in this one, they did a good job of having them interact in the fights. And it was cool, like the Rocket and Bucky moment that I mentioned. Yeah. So you're right. Maybe I'm just worried about it. It, it definitely did. It took me out of the movie a lot because it felt very much like the directors and like the the suits going like, and we'll pluck out this character and we'll pluck out this character, mm. you know, because there wasn't any emotion. It was just like, you could have paused the movie right there and they'd be like, all right, who do we not want in the next movie? And that's what it felt like. And yeah. that was, it pulled me out at the end, which left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. But honestly, I don't have that much bad to say about this movie other than there was like one time when it surprised me and the other moments when it tried to be surprising, it was kind of a waste of time. And that's not that big a deal in the grand scheme. Well, I think we had similar experiences then with the disintegration scene also, because you know that you, you saw it as more of a, a thing in the future of like, well, now we don't really get a lot of this character in the next movie. Me, I was like, well, this death doesn't really mean much to me because they're totally coming back. Yeah, it didn't mean anything to me emotionally. But yeah. at some point I realized, like, there was a, the sad realization of, like, oh, man, now we don't get to see that character in the next movie. <laughs> That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But like, I couldn't be sad about the characters, you know? It was, like, again, it, it, was, it wasn't anything to do with the immersion or the characters. It was, like, it took me out to real world where I looked at this as a movie that was going into another movie with corporate suits presiding over the movies. Well, yeah. I mean, in a, in a sense that I felt the same way too. Yeah. It, it took me out of it and just going like the corporate suits would never have actually killed off yeah. Black Panther. Not in that way, of course. No. And they would have never actually killed off Groot. Yeah. Um, not even. Not Literally even, like all rip the Guardians, man. I know, <laughs> they man. They cut the short end of that I stick. know, man. Sheesh, poor Rocket. <laughs> Rocket's like, oh, you, you left me with. Nebula. <laughs> I think there's a meme of just like a picture of like an actual raccoon, and it, the title was just like Guardians of the Galaxy Three. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but there's there's no way that they're gonna be gone for good. You know, yeah. Guardians is a good cash cow. Black Panther is obviously a cash cow. I think Spider Man is as well. Oh yeah. So yeah, they're not gonna be gone forever. We all know that. So at the end of the movie, when I was walking out of the theater, I mean. I was affected in the way that I was like, okay, this was a good Marvel movie. Yeah. I'm very happy I saw it. And, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that I've been pleased. I know you're not a fan of Age of Ultron, but I'm, I'm happy that I was, I've been pleased with all the Avengers movies so far. 
Um, it's been very satisfying to me, all the, all the Avengers movies. Yes, the ending wasn't as impactful as I think they maybe wanted it to be because I thought about it realistically, yeah, <laughs> which is what you should hard. be doing for a comic book movie, but, you know. It would have been hard to do it any other way unless you did something like... Like, unless you somehow made it so where he didn't get the stones, but like you have to have him get the stones eventually, right? Yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah. I I had predicted that maybe the end of the movie of this movie was going to be then he finally gets all the stones. However, I was a little comic book ignorant at the time. I didn't know that it was because it is comic book lore that a snap will end half of the universe. Mm, yeah. Um. So of course, if he gets all the stones, it takes a millisecond to snap. You know. Yeah. Um. And I thought it was going to be one person dying. I thought it was, I said it was going to be Cap and or Tony. Turns out it was not them, but it <laughs> no. was pretty much everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I got some things right. I got some things wrong and that's okay. And there was the post credit. I was also really sad that Nick Fury got offed. He's the only one who you could consider like for the original Avengers who got offed. And we haven't seen him in a movie in forever. <laughs> like, man, give him a little more time than that. I don't know, but whatever. I but was, the only thing that happened in that scene was basically people disintegrated and he pushed the Captain Marvel button, mm -hmm. which apparently has existed. Uh, not sure why you didn't push that one earlier. But yeah, okay. is Captain Marvel apparently the most OP of all time? She's like, super busted. Well, like, you know. She's like, yeah, I mean, we have some pretty busted characters in, like, Strange and Thor, but, like, she's almost literally Supergirl. Mm. Uh... <laughs> So well, I can't wait to see that movie then. Yeah, and we'll and we'll see the comparisons between her and Wonder Woman too. Probably. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so. that, that's gonna be messy. That's Wonder gonna Woman be was messy. a great movie. I don't know which one's the better movie, but who knows? Uh, we'll see. I I still would like to see. Wonder They've Woman. already changed her name in most of the comics. She's known as Miss Marvel because she actually came out during like sort of women's empowerment period. And I guess at that time, Miss was like a term of like empowerment. Really? It is, yeah, I guess it, it's oh. not certainly has not remained that way. So I think to make her more less focused on the gender thing and just make her a powerful hero in her own right, they just went with Captain. Uh, well, there was also some kerfuffle with DC as well, too. Was there? There's a DC superhero called Captain Marvel. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, this was when there was only DC. There wasn't DC and Marvel. Huh. Um, but, like, I, they changed his name to Shazam. Um, oh, his name was Captain Marvel? That's weird. Yeah. Huh, okay. Um, they changed his name because, like, Shazam is, like, his, like, transform call. Yeah. And they just changed his name to Shazam. I, I forget the, the exact controversy over it. I think, like, because Jack Kirby left DC for Marvel and, like, took the name Captain Marvel with him or something. Weird. Some It's something legalistic, but yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't really have that much more to say about the movie. Yeah, I don't really either, but I think we, I think we said it all. And I mean... There's there's tons of, of other podcasts and YouTube videos of people, like, extrapolating sure. the crap out it's of this. It's definitely going to be interesting to see where Marvel goes from here, because I think their last two movies have been events uh, with Black Panther and this one, so... They're still entering a period of uncertainty because you figure this is still some kind of transition, like I mentioned. Um, I will definitely see Ant-Man and the Wasp. I like that character and that, like, thing, so I'm excited for that. Um, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to see Captain Marvel. It is really crazy to me. We talked about oversaturation. There's going to be two more Marvel movies before the next Avengers, and Avengers is coming out this time next year, right? Yes. Like, we, we're going to have, like, four Marvel movies this year leading right into another Avengers. Yes. That's bonkers. And yet... I won't tell you I'm not interested in these movies. No, you're right. You know, because I, they were events again. And You're absolutely right. I uh, my, my cynical view of the bubble popping is not 
quite so coming to fruition. It's gonna depend on what happens after the next Infinity Wars. Like, mm-hmm. how are they? How good is Guardians of the Galaxy three really gonna be? You know, what is gonna happen in Black Panther two? Like, what can you do outside of his origin story? And what are these new characters gonna do? Because you know, I don't see Cap four happening with you know Chris Evans. I don't. We haven't had an Iron Man movie in forever. I don't think we need another Thor movie. So what are the standalone movies going to be? Are we going to have the White Wolf? Is he going to become Captain America? I, what are these side characters? Is is Hawkeye finally going to get a movie? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's where it's really going to I could still see it bursting after this next Avengers movie if mm-hmm. things just go wrong. Because if you have a few stinkers after that, then the confidence in them working with these new characters just erodes completely. And we're going to look at it like, well, it was a great ride and it was a great finale, but, you know, nothing goes forever. One of the guys in the podcast I was mentioning before was like, are they really going to keep doing stuff after this in Avengers? And the other guy's like, yeah, have you not been paying attention? He's like, I was just kind of hoping it would just have a nice ending and we Mm. could move on with, you know, (laughs) life. But that is not going to happen. So I could absolutely still see it falling apart, but I... I think the next three movies are going to do great, if only because Black Panther and the Avengers movie were an event again. And you know that both Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel are going to have to tie into this eventually. Like, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to have something to do with bringing Ant-Man and the Wasp into the next movie. Oh, sure. Right? Like, it's it's going to probably end with people disintegrating and then be like, uh... What? Maybe I should call. <laughs> what Cap. are they like, doing? Yeah, maybe I should call the Avengers. Let's see what's <laughs> going on. Um, and yeah, so yeah, so. But what's DC up to now? Did they give up? <laughs> I think Aquaman is still I think coming Aquaman. out. Aquaman. Did it not already come out? Oh, jeez. I, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't think it all did. All I saw of Aquaman was all the pictures on Reddit of his hot wife and, like, the bodysuit. That's about all I ever saw of Aquaman. Well, he's he's a bit of a beefcake, too. That is true. Lily is like him, but I I have no idea. <laughs> and to be honest, I do not but Wonder Woman 2 is happening someday. Yeah, and I'm sure that's going to do really well, too. It'll do well. I don't know if it'll hold a candle to the first because the first was really good. Well, I mean, I've, I I imagine if it doesn't hold a candle, it'll still be close to it. In money or in how good it is? I don't have faith that it'll be that close in terms of how good it is. Because things can go bad quick. Well, there has not been a successful DC Universe sequel. Well, there haven't been, well the Batmans, but we're not really kind of in the DC Universe. No, we're there not. There was only the one, Batman yeah. versus Superman. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to compare with. DC whatever. Universe so far is Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Suicide Squad. I forget that that's counted. Um, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman and then Justice League. Yeah, five and soon movies. to be Aquaman and Wonder Woman 2. You know, to be fair, um, it, took D- it took Marvel six movies. Do you really count... Okay, but you're counting. There was like six movies before Avengers, right? There was Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Hulk, Thor, and Cap. Okay, yeah, but they only had four. DC only had four, right? No, DC has Man, Man of, Steel, of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Suicide Woman, Squad. Suicide Squad. And okay, then and then Justice. League. I mean, we're nitpicking with one movie. They just haven't done it very well. Like. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, that could it's be a, really that'll be a separate discussion. Anyway. Whatever. 
I this think we've probably I, long. I have no idea what our time is. I bet we're about two hours or about an <laughs> oh, hour and forty-five. Gosh. So end it. End if it you now. if you are here, thank you for coming back to our our grand return. This yeah. is just mostly because Dave and I haven't had a chance at well, we we decided not to have the chance to talk about this on our own so that we could save it for the podcast. And I think we got everything out. Yeah. Um. It's nice though that you and I feel pretty much the same on this movie though. Yeah. It's um. Good. We liked it. We liked pretty much the same things of it, and we disliked kind of the same things of it. But there wasn't a whole lot to dislike, honestly. No. This was a good. Movie. Yes. So, what a nice refresh and a, and a nice a nice return back to form here, eh? Yeah. Good old blanket fort and peeking our microphones <laughs> yeah. and good times going way too long, going way too long and well, losing really the sense made a of habit time. Of that. Whatever. Uh, let's get anyway. Some, let's get some food. I'm huh? so hungry. I am so hungry too. So, thank you if you lasted this long as per usual for uh, joining us on our grand return to the W Diddy podcast. Special thanks, of course, goes out to Danny Barrett Hubert for the wonderful artwork and to the combined efforts of OC Remix, Rob KTA, and Expert Novice for the intro and outro music. We will return. At least once. At least once. Take care. (laughs)